This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. Look right down any crowded hall. You'll see there's a beauty standing. Is she really everywhere or a reflection? One always calls out to you. The other's shy and quiet. Could there be two different? Beta Alpha, the podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of the Sweet Valley High TV series, episode by episode. I'm Anna Carey. I'm Karen Moynihan. This week, it's like water for hot dogs. And hot dogs feature way more prominently than I thought they would. You know, yeah, I mean, the episode title was very confusing. I mean, it's it's still kind of confusing anyway, but yeah, it turns out hot dogs are integral to the storyline this week. (laughs) And we will hear the word bun doggies said more often than you might think possible. Than any other word I've ever heard in my life, honestly. (laughs) I felt like I was going insane by the end of this episode. (laughs) As is often the way with this show. Well, um... We did. Th- we warned you last time. We we uh, we knew from the episode description that it was going to have some Todd Liz misunderstandings, which it does. But thank mm. God it doesn't last as long as they do in the books. Can you share the episode description, please, Karen? I sure can. Yes. Uh, so, like water for hot dogs, <laughs> Liz wonders if Todd will ask her out for their anniversary. He asks advice from Lila, but when Elizabeth sees them together, she gets the wrong idea. Like, that is pretty much what happens. So accurate. It's so unlike our little <laughs> Wikipedia <laughs> page. Now, I will say, he doesn't exactly ask advice from Well, he does eventually, I suppose. It's more like Lila thrusts her advice upon him. But uh, This is true, yeah. yeah but like for, for Wikipedia synopsis, it's pretty bang on in fairness. It is. I mean, yeah. they've been wildly, wildly inaccurate. In the past. <laughs> I mean, take what we can get. Absolutely. Well, we begin this episode at the Moon Beach and the twins are uh, joining Lila and Enid who must have been in the booth beforehand. That must have been an awkward uh, (laughs) conversation. And uh, Jess is very excited because she can't wait to take the starring role in The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, although apparently she hasn't even tried out for it yet. So she's getting ahead of herself as usual. Of course, she takes it for granted. She'll have the starring role. And uh, when we when we go inside the the MB, mopey old Todd is at the counter when Winston urges him to try the new hot dogs. Apparently, they're all beef, like me. <laughs> I did enjoy the little manly voice he put on for that. It was a very like me kind of a moment. I like that. Winston is on fire with this episode. So good, yeah. And Todd's like, suddenly I've become a vegetarian. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Todd. (laughs) So he delivers some hot dogs to the girls and Enid is uh, is not her usual self. 
Not at all. Yeah, I think you got the onion side of the order wrong. Uh, and Enid fucking flips the lid. Uh, she nearly throws it back in his face. And then when he's about to head off, uh, she shouts at him for not taking Liz's order or Jess's order or Lila's order. She's like, we need shakes. We need fries. Move, move, move. Like she is yelling at this poor man. <laughs> and it's very unlike her. Winston says he thinks there's too much beef in the hot dogs. <laughs> she also says, freeze egg breath when he's leaving, which is a bit harsh. A little bit, yeah. Uh, so Liz is, is shocked by this and says she's never seen uh, this side of Enid and she's so and Lila and Jessica butt in you know pushy so rude so mean to Winston and of course in unison they say we love it <laughs> it's, it's very entertaining they pull that off really nicely <laughs> they really do their timing is superb yeah. and uh, there is a reason for Enid's new demeanour and it's quite something yeah she says it's down to her assertiveness training uh so jessica <laughs> decides to take credit for that and she's like see all those years of picking on her have paid off <laughs> damn it jess well her assertiveness training comes from subliminal training tapes i do not think this is a thing <laughs> uh, yeah I don't know uh, but yeah Enid has a new job at the library apparently mm. and they've gotten in all these tapes so um, yeah this is this is the new craze I guess at Sweet Valley High it's subliminal tapes <laughs> yeah so you hear your, you think you're hearing sort of calming music but really you're getting like secret messages that mm. brainwash you yeah, no, they say that, like, there was that episode of Friends. Maybe this was just like a 90s thing where it was like subliminal tapes, like as a funny storyline, because there was the one where like, was it Chandler had a tape yes, that was going to stop him from smoking? Yeah. But in fairness to that, you listened to it while you were asleep and yes, you could yeah. hear what it was saying. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. But I guess it's it's like that kind of idea. Thing. Yeah, yeah. So you were trying to sort of hypnotize yourself. Yes, yeah. Um, where I guess in Friends, I do remember that episode. I guess in Friends, it was like you went to sleep and it would say, like, you're a strong, confident, confident woman. woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, whereas this, it's like you're sitting there, you think you're listening to, to like some, I don't know, the sort of music they play in a, uh, in in a, a spa. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> but really, you're learning Spanish hmm. uh, or, uh, or something. Oh, but I won't spoil anything. Um, so Liz says that a tape might help Jess's audition, but uh, she's very dismissive because she's, a, as she says, professional actresses don't need tapes. I mean, no one challenges her on that one. Yeah. Uh, did she? Mm, what did she did end up in that ad, though, didn't she? As the <gasps> dancing tomato back along. So technically, if she got paid for that, that does make her a professional actress. <laughs> I was going to say, surely she, she doesn't have her act, her equity card, but actually we were yeah. told by um, Amy Dallas when we when we interviewed her and Michael Pearl, who plays Winston, that it wasn't a union set. So, oh, true, yeah. Maybe they didn't need one. Yeah. Um, so uh, she also <laughs> says, I am Doris. <laughs> and Lila says, you mean Dorothy? And she says, her too. <laughs> and like the comic timing is great, but I, I just cannot believe the foolishness of Jess in this series. Like, it's, yeah, there's it's no way she doesn't know that Dorothy is the heroine of the Wizard of Oz. Oh, look, I know. But again, there's there's more of this kind of stuff as well with Jessica's kind of surprising lack of knowledge about the Wizard <laughs> of Oz. And it's just one of those episodes where they've made her a bimbo, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she does play it very amusingly, but yes, it is yeah. kind of ridiculous. 
Well, Winston approaches Todd and asks him about the hot dogs. Uh, but Todd says they're not close to the dog served in. She's <laughs> 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 such a stupid thing. <laughs> I kind of like it though. Bun doggies. Oh God. It's so like, I can't believe at the start of this episode, I had to rewind to kind of figure out what he was saying, but like it was <laughs> unnecessary to do that as like five minutes later would have proven <laughs> to me because by the end of it, I'm just like bun doggies, bun doggies, bun doggies. Like you could make a super cut of people saying bun doggies and it would be about four minutes long from this episode. Oh my God, you could. Because <laughs> after Todd says the word, Winston looks over to Liz to, you know, to sort of say like, oh, can you believe this guy? And she literally says, in a really wistful tone. Bundoggies. in a while. Fucking bundoggies. Oh my god. It's the wistful. I haven't heard that name in years. <laughs> I haven't heard that name in years. Bundoggies. <laughs> music plays oh god they really go to town on the the emotional guitar here it's so funny oh, the like, whole when episode is, when there's so much of it hinges on the word bun doggies <laughs> it's so hard to take it seriously because it jessica can't believe liz would go to a dive like a bun doggies but it was a very first taste with todd and jessica says that's classy where'd you go for dessert a gas station mm-hmm. but uh Apparently it was all very sort of whimsical and romantic. Yeah, Liz kind of starts telling this story about uh, her first date with Todd and how like Todd really wanted to impress her. So he borrowed his dad's car, but then the car broke down uh, and then it kind of cuts to Todd telling Winston the same story, Mm. even though like they're literally, are they even three or four feet apart? Like these two conversations, (laughs) (laughs) like you could all be in the one conversation right now, but that's just not how it's going right now. Um, yeah, so the car broke down. Uh, they they missed their reservation at some fancy place, Luciano's, and the tow truck was delayed by about three hours. But it turns out they broke down right beside Bun Doggy. <laughs> and Todd does say it with that dramatic pause, yeah. <laughs> and then it cuts back to Liz, and she says, "Bun Doggy." <laughs> oh God, it's. Ridiculous. It is so funny. And then she looks over to Todd and they share a little smile. Mm, it's all very <laughs> wistful and nostalgic. And it's so funny because they keep saying bun doggies. <laughs> <laughs> and also this that smile at the end of the scene really suggests they could hear each other the whole yes. time. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so we cut to the Castle Town Wakefield where an assertive Enid is like, give me the 411 on you and Todd. I want bun doggies. I want smiley faces. So tell me all. She says there were so many sparks flying between uh, Liz and Todd that she needed safety goggles. I don't think so. No. So uh, Liz is like, look, maybe this means we're friends again, but that's it. But uh, Edith is convinced there's more going on. Yeah, she's not buying it. Yeah, because I suppose, I suppose it, it, it is progress for Liz and Todd not to be like scowling at each other from across the moon beach. So um, <laughs> Edith's convinced there's more to it and that uh, Todd is going to ask Liz out that weekend because that will actually be their anniversary of their first date. So it's all kind of tying in together now, the, the bun doggies nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it is. A, there's, there's. I mean, you think we'd have heard of bun doggies before? <laughs> that has this very special place in their heart. But um, mm. 
Anyway, Enid is sure that Todd is going to ask Liz mm. out, but the sad music plays, so we know Liz is not so sure. Mm. So we're in the pool room uh, at the Moon Beach. Winston asks Todd, what's the story with him and Liz? And Todd admits that he wants her back, but he doesn't know how to start. And Winston says he has the answer. Fun nuggets. <laughs> Again, I can't believe I had to rewind at the start to figure out what he was saying because I'm just being beaten over the head with the word bun doggies every four seconds now. <laughs> I mean, it sort of makes me want to have a hot dog. Kind of, it's working. Fuck, the subliminal messages with bun doggies all along. <laughs> Big hot dog has come for us. <laughs> Oh my god, this way it, it this is the inspirational tape. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Todd is baffled. Uh, as well he might be. But Winston says that how to win uh, the best way to win Liz back is to recreate their first date at Button Doggies. Uh, because girls love this stuff. And he grabs a passing girl for confirmation. Yeah, he like, <laughs> again, like bodily drags Lila over. Uh, and she's like, why are you touching me? <laughs> um, and he, he explains they need a female opinion. So Lila <laughs> straight away jumps into action. She's like, well, that shirt is Salvation Army material. Those pants need to be burned. These fingernails need to be sandblasted <laughs> because she hasn't been, you know, they haven't specified what the opinion is that yeah. they need. So she's just, just chiming in with her own. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, Lila. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so Winston, come on, wash your hands. You're working oh, in a on. cafe. Yeah, dude, if you're making hot dogs, please clean your hands. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, Todd reveals Winston's plan and Lila says, women want romance, not pig parts. <laughs> um, but Winston uh, thinks it's all super romantic uh, and he can help Todd recreate the date by giving him the t-shirt he wore that night because apparently Todd ruined it, got it covered in oil and stuff fixing the car and gave it to Winston who <laughs> I mean maybe Lila's right to criticise his clothes mm, maybe <laughs> so Lila is appalled by this and says forget bun doggies <laughs> she says rent a limo uh, and Winston's like no rent the tow truck that took you Took the, the car away from bun doggies. And Lila's like, you need linens and candlelight. And Winston, they're right in oh, each other's faces now. Yes. Winston's like, we need french fries. We need onions. We need pickles. Oh, not pickles. They make me sweat. And she's like, ah, oh, uh, thanks for sharing. And my notes just say, kiss, kiss, kiss. kiss. <laughs> Yes, there was so much of that in this episode. I'm fuming. Oh, yes. <laughs> but like, yeah, because this whole kind of argument starts with them literally yanking Todd from one side to the other uh, <laughs> as the two sides of this argument. And eventually they kind of forget about Todd and are just yelling in each other's faces. And they're like inches apart. And it's like, please just fucking kiss. Oh, my God. Oh, so good. <laughs> so good. It's just an absolute delight. It's great. We cut to the library where Jessica's in disguise. <laughs> she is incognito. I think she's she wearing sunglasses and she's got like this black a, headscarf on. Yeah. A, a great look. She's gone very glamorous 40s movie star in hiding. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, she's skulking around the library and 
a guy now I thought it was a teacher but you know the way all the kids look forward to you <laughs> the extras wandering around he's looking for her library pass and she's like what you don't, you don't need my library pass I never read anything <laughs> um, but he he takes it anyway and makes a point of reading out Jessica Wakefield what are you doing here and like everyone in the library looks up in surprise like oh my god <laughs> it's literally a double take and they're all sort of they all sort of freeze stunned <laughs> <laughs> and uh Jessica says get a life book dorks <laughs> and goes to find her prey and it's Enid oh no yeah so Enid is busy labeling these new tapes uh but it turns out not doing a great job of it because uh, she's kind of distracted uh Jessica's kind of calling her and then when she finds Enid she says I thought I'd try some of those submarine tapes of yours <laughs> this is the thing like I mean she's she's just a fool yeah. <laughs> to a ridiculous degree. Uh, so uh, Edith, uh, while this is happening, we see Edith push the label Spanish mm. on a uh, on what. By the way, I have to say, just based on what happens later, the tapes inside the box are labelled. Yes, like literally, you can see a bunch of tapes called Power Memory, like in their little case. She mm. closes the case and puts the Spanish label on it. So, just if there's any mix-ups to be had here, it's because people can't fucking read. So, that's what I mean, this is one hundred percent true. They all deserve what happens. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, um, Edith. She basically, uh, she said, she, as she said, she said she wants the tapes, and Edith's like, I think you're assertive enough. Mm. But Jessica says the only part of her that needs enhancing is her memory, mm. so she wants the memory enhancers. And uh, Edith hands over the tape um, and Jessica thanks her and says, mention this to anyone and you're dead. (gasps) So just in case a moment's politeness might uh, fool you into thinking she was (laughs) a decent human being. No chance. (laughs) Then at school, Lila grabs Winston and says she's been thinking. um, And Winston says, I knew I smelled wood burning, which is quite a good response. (laughs) <laughs> but Lila's been thinking about Todd. Mm. And we get a wakeover montage. Oh, it's so good. Yes, she's like, we've got work to do. And then the montage kicks in. And again, so pleased because he just can't take them for granted anymore. Mm. So I'm just like extra excited when we get one now. <laughs> Even if they're oh. short, I'm still happy. hundred um, percent. So yeah, um, we get we get it's a Todd, a Todd kind of makeover where it's like mm. it kind of switches to Lila with spinning Todd around in a chair with his hair kind of slicked back. Winston shakes his head. Then it's Winston's turn and he's like sticking rollers in Todd's hair, going mad with the hairspray. And he turns him around and he's given, somehow he's given Todd this, like, quite impressive if this is Winston's first go at hair. Uh, it's this huge fucking like pompadour kind of hairstyle. Yeah, it's, it looks unhinged. Oh, completely, yes. <laughs> There's a little bit with them kind of trying out different shirts on Todd. And actually I did notice Winston holds up, it's like a Superman shirt and it's all yes. kind of greasy and covered in oil. So that's the shirt. <gasps> oh, again, I was watching it on my phone ah. and I did not notice the oil. Yeah. But, uh, oh, God, see, this is, I need to start watching, just streaming it onto my telly and putting my laptop <laughs> in my lap as opposed to doing it on my desk. Oh, God, the pixels will not thank you for that. I, no, I just watch it on my desktop. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, it's uh, some sort of like generic early 90s uh, indies uh, is playing in the background. Mm-hmm. Weird. There's no pretending. <laughs> But there is a bit where Lila dances with Todd, and then Todd dances with Winston. 
<laughs> Very good. Yeah, it's like they're, they're each having their own go at, at moulding Todd for this uh, big date uh, anniversary thing. And yeah, they kind of flip between like Lila handing him this big box of fancy roses and then Winston's like, no, not those and kind of hands over like a bunch of wildflowers. So it's the kind of... Uh, yeah, Ly- Lila versus Winston <laughs> for yes. this montage. And it is good fun. It is. Um, so uh, we cut to, I guess, you see, I don't know where this montage was happening. It was in school. <laughs> it looked like it was happening in a studio, basically. So yeah. um, <laughs> could have been anywhere. But they're in school now and they're arguing about whether it's better to give a single rose or a dozen. Uh, Lila says, if you give a single rose, it's because you were too cheap to pay for the rest. And I have to say, the tension's electric. Oh my God, like the chemistry is off the fucking charts. It's ridiculous. Because again, they're getting in each other's faces with Todd kind of standing in the middle going, oh, for God's sake. And Winston's like, I can be romantic. I've given girls flowers, fine candy. Lila's like, gummy worms are not fine candy. And again, my notes here were just like, oh my God, kiss already. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, seriously, the chemistry between them is off the charts. It's ridiculous. Um, and in fact, they're so distracted by it, they don't notice Todd escaping and heading for Liz. And <laughs> Lila shouts, Winston, stop him! He's not even moosed! <laughs> yes, so which leads to Winston literally like rugby tackling yes. Todd into a nearby empty classroom. Um, and Lila kind of runs in and she's like, oh, well, you're welcome. Basically, totally yeah. averted that disaster. Uh, but Todd has had enough of the pair of them. He's like, look, you're both driving me mad. I can do this myself. Like I've asked Liz out once before. I can do it again. So he just kind of storms off in his usual sulky manner. And Lila's like, well, talk about ungrateful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we cut to the mall where we're sort of Rosie and O'Donnell alike. Yes, yes absolutely. <laughs> That's what I thought too. Fully Rosie O'Donnell, particularly the voice she's doing in A League of Their Own. That's Yes, it has exactly. to be intentional. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so uh, she's basically throwing sparkly... Uh, bedazzled items that are baffled Todd and so like your little girlfriend will like this oh my god it's so funny yeah she's wearing a, like a sequined cowboy hat uh, and she's just kind of rattling off all this stuff at Todd she's like what size does she wear is she a winter for a summer ah it doesn't matter try this try this and she's literally just firing clothes at um, increasingly confused and frightened Todd it's yes. quite funny <laughs> Um, so uh, Lila's passing and sees Todd basically now laid down with uh, (laughs) glittering garments and gives a very sort of amused wave from the door and uh, Todd escapes as the the woman cries what about a jumpsuit after him which is uh, very uh, you know suitable for the books Absolutely. That's the thing, because it's kind of played as a comedy line in this where it's like, yeah. God, imagine wearing a jumpsuit because I guess now we're in 96. So they're just not mm. in style anymore. Whereas in the books, like jumpsuits are the fucking height of fashion. Oh, my <laughs> God, they certainly are. Um, so Lila's happy to uh, to help uh, Todd uh, because, you know, he's just and he he's desperate enough that he will accept her her with her. her her guidance but she says she will do it under one condition he has to follow her advice with blind devotion <laughs> yeah she promises that if he does exactly as she says uh, she'll turn him into a romance machine in time for this anniversary uh, yes and he says help me t- or teach me Obi-Wan and Lila <laughs> looks suspicious and says which one was Obi-Wan and then goes not the puppet with big ears <laughs> And by the way, at that stage, like I think people sort of forget that Star Wars had, apart from the die, you know, the diehard fans, mm. 
had very much gone off the radar, really. So it's oh, not yeah. it's not unconvincing that that she wouldn't she... know who characters in Star Wars were. Yeah, true. That's not like that's not that's not them trying to bimbofy Lila because genuinely, yeah. yeah, in the nineties, like ninety six, yeah, there there wasn't much kind of I guess mainstream interest in Star Wars at that yeah. stage for sure. I think this episode aired in was it ninety five or ninety six November ninety five. So yeah. Mm. It's uh, it, this is actually you know we'll we'll give credit when credit is due because I mean some of the things that Jessica does not know in this episode are rightly worrying. <laughs> True. <laughs> well, Edith and Liz are also shopping, and Edith is still convinced that Todd will ask Liz out, and um, she's like, "Oh, maybe he's seeing somebody else." Um, but she's so she doesn't want to get her hopes up, mm. basically. Yeah, but. Edith is sure that they'll be a couple again by Saturday and Liz is touched but then Edith literally says hot guy at 10 o'clock and just runs away I, I can only presume her butterfly net is like folded up in a back pocket or something because <laughs> she is out of there oh my god it's hilarious but at the exact moment that she does that Liz sees Todd and Lila like across the mall um, and she's like oh my god Todd and Lila and then like I don't understand what's happening here because there's this random passerby who's like walks right beside Liz who's wearing binoculars around his neck for some oh reason. God, it's amazing. She grabs the binoculars like that are around <laughs> this man's neck and like yanks them over to her face to get a closer look. And he just stands there beside her and I'm just like, what? Why does this man have binoculars at the mall? Who is he? Why is he just quietly standing there and not like, hey lady, what's going on here? I just have so many questions and I don't know why he was wearing binoculars. What's going on? Why she needed binoculars? She could already see it was done. It's very strange. I think my favourite bit is the way that he sort of looks over kind of curiously. What's she looking at? So glad I brought my binoculars to the mall. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so it does kind of look, if you're, you know, in stupid contrived TV way, um, <laughs> that he might be kissing her, but he is not. Oh, he, yes. Yeah, yeah. Of course, they're he's getting into a lift and as the doors are closing, I think he has his hand on her shoulder or something. Yeah. But like, yeah, I guess with no context, it could look kind of bad because, you know, they're not friends. So it would be kind of strange for them to be hanging out, I guess. Um, well, Todd and Lila, meanwhile, celebrate their... Uh, not meanwhile, I guess a minute later, they celebrate their uh, their successful shopping trip because um, Todd's basically got a whole new wardrobe I guess for himself and Liz because earlier he was looking for things for her yeah Lila does say there's some great outfits and Liz loved them so I guess Mm. it's surely he was buying stuff for himself as well though to actually wear on the date you'd imagine but yeah it seems like it's a mix of of stuff um so uh Lila says she's only begun to work her magic and we see that Liz (laughs) (laughs) creeping towards them behind some plants <laughs> this was very funny, but it seemed very, it seemed kind of on Liz. It seemed like more of a Jessica buzz to be like hiding behind plants. And then she's kind of creeping between the plants, but like holding her handbag in front of her face as she goes. Um, which was kind of, it was very funny, like, but it but, didn't seem like Liz, but I did enjoy it a lot. <laughs> I also enjoyed it. And uh, as she creeps closer, 
we see that um, Lila is reminding Todd that he agreed to, you know, follow her rule. Mm. Total compliance, she says. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's prepared a list of romantic phrases. Like, you're the love of my life. I want you. I need you. I love you. And Todd refuses to say them. And then, of course, as Liz gets to her nearby flat, <laughs> he then repeats them in his usual wooden tone. And of course, Liz can't see a difference between this and the way he is when he's actually being romantic. <laughs> That's it. Because he is just mon- like very monotone, reading them off a list. And the fact that Liz can understandably mistake that for him being sincere <laughs> is kind of hilarious. Because, of course, it, it all culminates then with him saying to Lila, you know, please go out with me on Saturday night. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll you know, it'll be great, whatever. Um, and Lila goes, oh, my God, I can't believe it. You know, reacts how yeah. she thinks Liz will. But, of course, Liz is getting all of this out of context. Oh. And it's just like, yes, this is a normal exchange for two humans to have. <laughs> Well, the sad music plays and we know this is serious. (laughs) Well, we cut to the casa where Jessica is listening uh, to the tape while she looks at her script and says a line that I was wondering, is this like a copyright thing? But surely not because they say Glinda later. She Mm. says, don't worry, Toto. Yeah, no, I think this is just meant to be Jessica being a dumbass. Can't read. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's literally spelled T-O-T-O. I mean, yeah. anyway. No, this, is, this is definitely feeding into the Doris slash Dorothy thing that she yes. doesn't know it's Toto rather than Toto. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, that's one thing about not knowing. But when you've actually got the script in front of you, it was anyway. <laughs> An angry Liz is ranting about Todd and Lila and an oblivious Jessica, who's not listening, she's got her earphones on, sings, if you only had a brain. And Liz is like, yeah, you're right. I'm being stupid. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I need to calm down. She's kind of pacing in Jessica's room as she's saying all this. She's like, I need to calm down and just accept that this is the thing. And then Jessica kind of starts singing, we're off to see the wizard. And she suddenly realizes that Jessica has not been listening to a word she's been saying. And yes. so she just kind of storms off out. She's like, well, that's just fine. She's like, I don't have a boyfriend. I don't have a sister who cares. Uh, so she's fed up and she's out of here. So uh, Jessica says, Toto, um, I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. <laughs> uh, then falls asleep. And in her ears, we hear, hola, Pepe, que tal? <laughs> so she's listening to Spanish in her sleep. Oh, my and, goodness. <laughs> and is apparently being brainwashed as well here. Yes, yeah. <laughs> well, at school, Todd approaches Liz. I guess she's in the Oracle office because she's out of computer. Mm. And she's like, oh, it's our anniversary on Sunday. And she's like, is it? And he starts to say he was planning something. And she's like, oh, I have no claim on you. Do what you want. And uh, he's like, no, you don't understand. And starts to say the um, the same words he said to Lila. Mm. Uh, my world without you has been dark and cold. By the way, his hair really is moosed. It's quite sculptured. <laughs> well, Lila wanted total compliance and she got it, it seems like. <laughs> <laughs> well, Liz is not impressed by Todd's uh, smooth talking. Mm, yeah, it was up to this point, she hasn't even turned around to look at him. Like he's kind of standing behind her while she's at the computer and she's just so not having it with him. But then, of course, as soon as he starts saying all these lines that she's heard him use on Lila, <gasps> she turns around and she is furious. She's like, oh, my God, like, what do you think you're doing? You treat me like dirt and then you hit on me with the sleazy lines you use on other girls. And of course, Todd is like, huh, what? Yeah. So she's like, just leave me alone. Uh, you know, I don't want to see you, whatever. And of course, Todd is like, fine, if that's how you feel about it. <laughs> and just kind of stomps off out of the office. So they're both just mad at each other now. Uh, and you'd think Todd would try and explain, but there you go. He's just like, well, what? what's happening? I hate this. 
get out of here. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he has reverted to form. Mm, true. Makes sense. So, at the library, Chrome Dome <clears throat> approaches Enid and says these tapes that they're, you know, they're seemingly a vast supply of don't work. He wanted to learn Spanish for his trip to Madrid, but now he can't even ask for directions to the Prado. And he's like, oh, where there's lots of works by Goya and like various other, uh, he lists um, a number of facts about both the Prado and Madrid and it's an uh, annual rainfall. Um, <laughs> and uh, Enid realises what's happened. Yes, so she's like, oh no. So if the the Spanish memory tapes, or no, the Spanish tapes went into the memory box, that means the memory tapes went into the, oh no, <laughs> kind of realises what's happened here. <laughs> but again, it's like, so Chrome Dome came in here to give out to Enid because he couldn't read a label on a bunch of tapes once he opened the box. Yeah, basically. I mean, they all were very clearly labelled. Mm, uh, I Just everyone deserve, in this school deserves what they get. <laughs> very true. Um, so it's audition time and I did really enjoy this scene. <laughs> Me too. This is great. Also, I mean, I do love a bit of fancy dress anyway and like everybody's in costume. It's like, it seems like it's happening in a classroom though, even though I don't know if this is actually a school play or or what's going on. But I think yeah. it must, it must be a school play, but Surely. that's a bit, we don't find out who's holding the audition, so I guess we can call him a teacher. I don't know. I guess. Um, <laughs> so Jessica is in full Dorothy mode. It's amazing. And Lila is Glinda. Oh, God, she looks amazing. She's got a little tiara. <laughs> she's got a magic wand. She's wearing a little pink dress. She looks so good. <laughs> she comes over. Jess, of course, has the headphones in again. Uh, she's kind of had them on the whole time, uh, I guess, through this <laughs> this process. But yeah, Lila comes over to her to get her attention. Uh, and she tells her, uh, the wizard, I mean, the professor, will see you now. <laughs> Jessica has a little basket with a little teddy of a dog in it. <laughs> so oh. she's like, yes, the professor will see you now. And your little dog, too. <laughs> I loved that bit. It's so Oh, good. I properly laughed out loud. Like, I just love her so much. <laughs> I know. Oh, it was, I think that was my favorite moment. In the, I do always like, uh, and your little dog, to the <laughs> reference. So I very much appreciated this one. So very well delivered as well. Just yeah, great work. <laughs> so uh, Lila in Glinda mode tells uh, Jessica to click her heels three times. And uh, Jessica with a big smile says, Como estás dead? And Lila is just like, uh, say there's no place like home and Jessica's like donde esta el baño and oh. <laughs> uh, it just I, I mean I'm kind of worried about Jessica like she really does seem to have been brainwashed it's, yeah it's not great like did she hit her head or something I don't know what's happening but yeah poor Jess anyway tries instead of running her lines she just says random Spanish phrases instead and of course everybody laughs because it's it's funny but like Lila's kind of sending they're like what is happening I don't know what's going on <laughs> I think my favorite bit is at the end when she realizes that she's fucked up. She says, "I caramba, que pasa," and then says, "Edith esta muerta." Had to cross her throat. It's great. So she has learned Spanish. Well, there you go. I mean, that's useful. Like, first of all, she's just saying random things and asking for the toilet. But like, mm. after a while, she is, you know. I think she should call it a, like, she's gained something at least. It was a win. She's, she ended up ad-libbing in Spanish, like, so good for her. Yeah. <laughs> so we cut to the moon beach where some mournful American early or mid-90s India is playing and Lila still in Glinda oh, mode. Love it. <laughs> this scene, amazing. So good. <laughs> she, um, 
she struts up to the counter where Todd is sitting and Winston is serving and says, no need to thank me. I know you and Liz have rekindled your souffle of love. And uh, then she gives Winston a look and says, tell me all the deets. And Todd sullenly says, there's nothing to tell. And then Lila and Winston go head to head. And the chemistry is off the Charts. I just it, they're so good together and like and I know that every time Winston has a conversation with a solo female we're like kiss 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 but for real there's oh. an established smooch from season one between him and Lila and they are ridiculous together like they're so oh. funny playing off each other I just love them as a duo so much but yeah like she literally grabs his collar and like yanks him over <laughs> the counter it's so good and she's like nice going Winston you sabotaged a wonderful reunion so they're arguing but like as they argue they're moving down along the counter I think he's kind of wiping the counter as he goes and she's yeah. following there's people like having to get out of their way and everything who were previously sitting there eating their food uh, and it's just it's so good like the, what does he say at one point he's like maybe next time don't be so difficult and she's like I'm always difficult and like elbows a man out of her way she's like it's what I do best oh amazing <laughs> <laughs> it's so good it's so well played like and they're oh, just so funny the way together they're moving down mm. on each side just booting people out of their way <laughs> it's wonderful <laughs> oh i love it and he's like uh you know need to compromise she's like compromise but that is that's so crazy it just might work yeah. they just grin at each other and again kiss 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 stop like I, here on my notes we're just like are they gonna fucking kiss or what like, oh, like, with oh, several exclamation marks because at this stage I was like they can't keep teasing us like this <laughs> well outside the moon beach a nervous Enid tries to avoid uh, she comes out and sees Jessica waiting for her and mm-hmm. she tries to turn away but it's too late because Jessica says where are you going senorita <laughs> Oh, poor Enid. Yeah, she's shook. She's like, oh, God, please don't hurt me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, Jessica uh, says, as much as I enjoy watching you squirm, you're going to find out the truth soon enough. And Enid says, you've already hired the hitman. <laughs> oh, but to be Enid. honest, the truth is even more far-fetched. Oh, God. Yeah, apparently, uh, I guess the director or whoever was casting this thing uh, was so impressed by Jessica's Spanish that he reckons she could be a star in South America. Um, <laughs> yes. I mean, really? I don't know. With El Baño? But Enid quite wonderfully is like, oh, and maybe then you'll get to go to North America. <laughs> well, Enid says that she did her a favour, which is true, but Jessica's Ooh. like, don't push my luck or push your luck um, and struts off. Mm, apparently Enid has to wash her car by uh, mm. way of apology. I mean, it's probably letting her off lightly because Jessica mm-hmm. is quite terrifying. True. <laughs> so we cut to the casa where Liz is drowning her sorrow in a giant bucket of ice cream when Winston appears in an enormous jumper. Very warm looking jumper, I would say, for, for California. But there you go. Yeah, it looked cozy. Yes. <laughs> mm. Well, he says that the, the she he can't see her moping on a Saturday night, but Liz isn't in the mood for going uh, for going out, and Winston sort of feigns being hurt very charmingly and says, "Are you saying you'd have more fun alone than with me?" And there's like, "Don't answer that." Yeah. But he grabs her jacket and says, "Let's go, kiddo," which I find very appealing somehow. Um, oh my god, yes! Usually that kind of thing would annoy me, but when it's yeah. Winston, I was like, "This is so endearing." It really is. I don't <laughs> we're know. Such a, we're such a fucking sucker though for this guy. It's ridiculous. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, we're not alone as uh, our listeners let us know this week. We'll Very come true. Back to that we're all in this together, lads. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he drags her out. And meanwhile, um, we, uh, we cut to um, Lila taking... <laughs> Todd, who has his eyes closed, and I think she must have led him the entire way, um, <laughs> blinded, into bundoggies! Oh my god. Like, Lila even goes, ta-da! Bundoggies! <laughs> it's like, I guess bundoggies. We haven't heard them saying bundoggies over and over for a good ten minutes now, so we were due a bundoggies for sure. <laughs> and, uh, I'm sorry that the, the decor was not more doggy-ish. I don't know why I, I hoped... <laughs> Or more sort of like I hope there'd be a cute little hot dog logos. I thought they'd really go for it. Yeah, no, it's more like a, a car park with some tables in it. To be honest, yes. <laughs> it's an outdoor venture. It seems like a few containers along the side, and that's about as as glamorous as it gets. It is quite a confusing layout in, mm. in general, as you'll see in a minute. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Um, this is the last face Todd wants to be tonight. And they see Win- Winston from behind sitting extremely awkwardly on a table. <laughs> kind of draped, draped across the table almost. Yeah, very awkward. <laughs> and Todd says, hey, man, what are you doing here? And Winston says, just have some friends. And he gets up to reveal Liz. <gasps> and Liz, of course, sees Todd and Lila. And is like, oh, I think Todd and Lila want to be alone. And I love the way Lila delivers this. She's like, please, my job is almost done. Thank God. She's like, well, more charity than a job. <laughs> of course, the truth comes out. Of course, yes. Liz realises because she's kind of like, wait, I thought that's why you were spending so much time with Lila. Ooh, or like the whole kind of confusion becomes um, apparent. And Lila's like, don't tell me you thought I was interested in Hot Dog Boy because she just finds all this hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, all uh, the, uh, the confusion's cleared up. So, so they both kind of go, oh my God, we were such idiots. And it's like, yes, yes, you were. I think she and Winston have another little moment after she says the, you know, you don't like all the stuff about, oh, it wasn't that time with Hot Dog Boy. They sort of her and Winston kind of look at each other and I think Glances are exchanged. Yes. <laughs> You're like Liz in perfect <laughs> Meaningful looks have been exchanged. Take a note. <laughs> I did. Yeah, we literally did. <laughs> well, Liz and Todd were like, oh, we feel like idiots. And Winston has to agree. So do I. So. <laughs> there, yeah. So Ly- but then Lila stands up and says, dinner is served. It sure is. It is. So this was the compromise idea that I guess she had when she was not kissing Winston earlier. Mm. Uh, and uh, yeah, we cut to like a a table within bun doggies that has been all done up all fancy. It's got the nice tablecloth and flowers and candles. There's like wine glasses of Pepsi. Um, so I guess it's still the, the bun doggies fair, but uh, presented in a more Luciano's way. So this is the kind of <laughs> the, the, the compromise or at least halfway between the two kind of idea um yeah so they it, it just it, it goes then to, to todd and liz having their fancy hot dogs like <laughs> so with, people. with wine in wine glasses or is no, it wine no, it's, it's pepsi there's oh, like oh, there's like yes yeah, there's cans of pepsi, pepsi like, earlier beside it and we've had some pepsi uh promotional consideration i feel like as well in season oh. one there was lots of cans of pepsi or they were shopping or something and throwing there was Pepsi, Pepsi when Todd and uh, Lila were in the food court earlier as well. Mm, there you go. Yeah. So, uh, so yes, they were there with their wine glasses of Pepsi. And mm-hmm. Todd says, wake you up and Liz with the biggest mistake ever made. Oh, I'm really sorry. Can you forgive me? I'll take it up to you <laughs> if you let me. She says, I think that could be arranged. Oh. Then the take out says, would you care to dance? And then they, they get up and everybody's 
just like I'm in a slow dance. I don't understand bundoggies. <laughs> but yeah, everyone seems to be doing like a couple's slow dancing in this car park <laughs> with tables and hot dogs. I don't know. Uh, yes, but they've they've made up anyway. So they have a big smooch while they're slow dancing. <laughs> yeah, and that's the end of like water for hot dogs. There we go. And yeah, I was quite surprised that hot dogs were such a big part of this episode. <laughs> Really was. And also uh, that um, I was surprised that we heard the word bun doggies about a million times. But I kind of liked it. (laughs) Me too. By the end, I was missing it when they weren't saying it. Well, listeners, uh, have you now got the word bun doggies stuck in your head forever too? Come on, go hot dogs now. (laughs) (laughs) Do let us know what you thought, Pi Beta Alpha Sisters, because we always love hearing from you. I think one of my favourite uh, comments on the last episode was from friend of the show, um, well, you're all friends of the show, Pi Beta Alpha Sisters, uh, Maria Teresa Biblioteca, who said, I'd like to head to the line of confused lesbians who are somehow attracted to Winston nonetheless. I'm not the only one. Right? <laughs> I bet you're not. I think it makes sense. I think so, oh. yeah. Oh, gender and genres and uh, sexual yeah. preferences. It's there's just... no, there's no denying the appeal of, of TV Winston. Uh, I also uh, liked Maisie the Bell's uh, suggestion. <laughs> New fanfic idea: Dance at Sea World, just playfully punching dolphins. <laughs> what an image! Oh my god. <laughs> I loved um, Pippi and Shirley had commented saying I'm trying to save time and entertain myself during a boring paperwork morning and watching the show in the background this plan is failing and not least by the peals of my own laughter at the thought that Jessica would go to a Nine Inch Nails concert (laughs) so we're all in agreement there Also, Kate, speaking of implausible things, Katie Longstreth said, I was an actual 16-year-old in 1995. $5 was so much money. What was two proofs two putting in the cherry colas on the moon beach to drive the kids to such a frenzy that they'd waste their movie and popcorn money on Madame Leona? <laughs> very fair point. Like, there was something going on there because that, as a craze, was very strange. Remember that guy that turned up then and was all like fucking strung out and ready to sell his watch for a fortune? Like, what is happening? <laughs> well, Jen Cantrell, 79. Oh, well, she was born in 79. She too was 16 in 95. <laughs> she says, in 95, 1995, $5 was almost half a tank of gas. And how was Winston always getting blanks and everyone else getting oddly specific fortunes? I need answers. I mean, we all do. Very fair, because there was a lot of stuff unexplained in that episode. And like the fact that Jess and Lila's ones kept kind of coming true, there was no kind of suggestion that there was something properly supernatural mm. going on but it was very strange yeah Winston getting the blank ones like it was just like oh typical yeah. Winston's look kind of thing but no you're right we also need answers <laughs> well Claire PH pointed out another uh bizarre thing I mean she shared our bafflement that um, two Bruce two just left the machine after he turned into a terrarium thing in the middle of the moon beach blocking the doors but said Zach said he'd pick Liz up at 8.30 so why was Lila at the hairdresser at 8pm on a Friday night that's pretty late late. yeah Mm. getting a perm this this episode truly is the the mystery (laughs) that that keeps on giving We're just left with more questions every time it's just yeah the more you think about it the less sense it all made (laughs) I mean that could 
prescribe many, many, many episodes mm. of this uh, of this show. <laughs> it's um, part of the charm. The frenzy and frenetic <laughs> pacing of everything is all part of the charm now. <laughs> it really is. Well, listeners, thank you so much, uh, Pi Beta Alpha Sisters, for joining us in the clubhouse again for what was truly a wild ride. Um, <laughs> but a, a very, very funny one. It was. Uh, like, yeah, again, we're just continually enjoying this show way more than we ever thought we would. <laughs> I mean, I have to say, I was, when I realised, because the, you know, as we said, the episode blurb was actually accurate. Hmm. When I realised this was a Todd Liz misunderstanding one, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, come on. <laughs> but um, I suppose it, it can't, it can't, it simply can't be dragged out for as long as it does in the books when you've literally got like, what, 20 minutes or 25 minutes to pack everything in and other storylines. So it's always, you know, even if by the blur you're kind of like, oh God, this is going to be a fucking boring one. But it never is. Like there's always some banana stuff going on in the background or somebody being ridiculous. And even a Todd Liz misunderstanding can be enjoyable. So there you go. Who knew? Hmm. We've all <laughs> learned something today. <laughs> well, oh, Pi Beta Alpha Sisters, uh, thank you once more for joining us in the clubhouse. You are the wind beneath our wings hmm. and we appreciate every single one of you. And we will see you in the main feed. Uh, next week of course for In Love with the Prince <laughs> but <laughs> see you here oh my god this now this may disappoint us don't want to get our hopes up everybody kind of oh, like Liz can you read the episode description Carol okay. yes okay so like first of all our title we're back on fucking solid ground with great titles because our next one is called The Quick and the Blonde which oh yeah love that uh yes and our synopsis is liz discovers that bruce's ancestor bruno did not found sweet valley as he claims and we see how the wild wild west really was one flashback saga it's basically the fucking batman saga are we getting rootin' tootin' cowboys i fucking cannot wait i'm sorry there's no way we're going to be overselling this it's just it's got to be amazing No, I mean, I think we'll we'll probably have words to say about the retconning of Sweet Valley history, which oh, we have read about. For sure. Look, we know by now this is basically unhinged fan fiction. So, you know, yes. we just have to roll with it. <laughs> I mean, Bruce did not have an ancestor with a name like Bruno. Bruno, absolutely They were not. wasps all the way down. They sure were. They were, they were, well, they were, were oil oh, no. tycoons, weren't they? They were. And then, remember, I was very angry about the erasure of the cans. <laughs> you were so mad <laughs> but there was, was a fan like, reference you were just blinded by rage that you didn't even notice <laughs> but it sort of came in at the end where I think yeah. like a Hank's parents decided they'd just buy a canning factory and it was like oh, yeah. Some, someone went off to California to buy a canning factory yeah there was some in like the well into the 20th century yeah yeah was... <laughs> those cans were bought in the 60s you know we had been previously told they were the founder of the fortune so I mean we've had uh, Catman Panning Erasure, Catman Canning Erasure in the uh, in the TV series already. So, oh, that's right. Yeah, hmm. maybe they'll make up for that. Now. Oh, look at all better off. Who knows what's going to happen <laughs> when we meet Bruno? Oh, I can't wait. Uh, so yes, we'll uh, we'll see you in the clubhouse in two weeks, everybody. When we find out what happens, and when uh, there's, I guess, a face-off between the quick and the blonde. Oh my god, it's got to be good. <laughs> see you then, everybody. Thanks for listening, Bun Doggies. Bye, <laughs> Bun Doggies forever. <laughs> 
I'm starving. <laughs> This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.